Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts. In this podcast, we'll travel to the outermost regions of the EU to discover the specific challenges and opportunities they face and see what kind of support they get from the EU. Want to join us? Three EU member states, France, Spain and Portugal, have part of their territory in areas of the globe which are far away from Europe. They certainly enjoy better weather and make us dream of exotic holidays. But for people living in the Canary Islands, in Martinique, Mayotte or Madeira, life can sometimes be a bit more complicated than for citizens living in mainland Europe. Due to their remoteness and difficult topography, the EU's nine outermost regions face very specific challenges to their development. First, there's the high living costs derived from having to import most of the products. But also mobility challenges, high unemployment rates and social exclusion, economic dependency on a few products and limited market competition. And energy is another obstacle. As highlighted by the European Parliament, their geographical isolation makes them more dependent on fossil fuels. And the digital divide between them and mainland Europe is also hampering their development and competitiveness. And let's not forget the effects of climate change, notably rising sea levels, for which they are especially vulnerable. That's right. But regardless of the distance that separates them from the mainland, and in contrast to the EU's overseas countries and territories, which are not members of the single market, the outermost regions are an integral part of the EU. So the EU has adjusted its policies to their special situation, especially in areas such as customs, trade, fiscal policy, agriculture and fisheries. In total, there are 21 EU programmes that take account of their specific needs in the coming years, encompassing a wide range of policy areas such as cohesion policy, agriculture and fisheries and transport policy. Here's Balash Shechi from the European Parliamentary Research Service. The agricultural products of the outermost regions can become real competitive assets with a high differentiation potential, such as rum from Martinique, bananas from the Caribbean, the Canaries or Madeira, or wine from the Azores. The program of options specifically relating to remoteness and insularity, POSE, supports these regions to maintain and strengthen the competitiveness of local crops and traditional products. The EU has always paid attention to the specific needs of its outermost regions, but recent years have seen renewed commitment to help them overcome their specific challenges and catch up with mainland Europe on issues such as the green and digital transitions. So, in addition to the unprecedented level of funding for these regions already negotiated in the 2021 to 2027 funds and programs, in May this year, the Commission adopted a renewed strategy to help the outermost regions unlock their full potential through the right investments and reforms. Stay with us. The new strategy puts people first by proposing concrete measures to improve the living conditions of their almost 5 million inhabitants. It builds on their unique assets, such as young populations, extensive maritime zones, and the blue economy, unique biodiversity and research potential. It also supports the green and digital transitions and strengthens regional cooperation with neighbouring countries and territories. And the Commission will also provide tailor-made support to strengthen the dialogue with these regions. 
Let's hear the European Commissioner for Cohesion and Reforms, Elisa Ferreira. To achieve its objectives, the strategy focuses on a sustainable recovery and growth to achieve the double green and digital transitions. To help every region to diversify its economy and create the jobs of the future, we will launch dedicated calls for projects for the outermost regions to support innovation and research in the framework of cohesion policy and Horizon Europe. With these dedicated calls for projects, the Commission also aims at supporting local youth in developing local projects to support blue economy strategies and biodiversity. So how was it received by stakeholders? Well, while generally welcoming its aims, and especially its strong social dimension, members of the European Parliament criticised the lack of concrete legislative initiatives and new funding for these regions. In a similar vein, the Conference of Presidents of the Outermost Regions considers that it doesn't fully address important issues such as demographic challenges or the future of fishing fleets. Truth is, while the EU plays a key role in helping to unlock the growth potential of its outermost regions, their well-being and development fundamentally rely on choices and actions by the regions themselves and their member states. Therefore, the Commission's communication, while presenting a number of initiatives to be developed at EU level, encourages direct action by these regions and their member states and trusts them to find the best solutions to their specific challenges. But this raises questions about the extent to which the new strategy will really help improve the situation in these regions and boost their development. Want to know more? Check out Balash Sechi's full policy brief on the EPRS website or in our app. This is a European Parliamentary Research Service podcast. Thanks for listening.